Good morning, welcome back to our 10 Minutes of Meaning, our weekly study of Mesila Sisharim, the great words, the brilliant insights of the Ramchar of Moshe Chaim Lutzato, who for hundreds of years has been inspiring the Jewish people how we can be better versions of ourselves. I want to thank our brand new series sponsor for this year. Very, very grateful to Jeff Gelb, who sponsored the dedication to Dr. Stanley Schwed, Michelle and David, Mazina Gelb, Shandal. Bas David, Mr. Armin Gelb, Avner Ben Avram Akoin, thank you so much for that generosity, for your sponsorship of the series for the year. If you'd like to sponsor a particular shear, you can go to brsonline.org slash sponsor, brsonline.org slash sponsor. Okay, we are up to Perak Yutes. We are up to chapter 19 of the Ramchal's Mesil Shetzarim. We've been defining the meat of the quality of Hasidus. We've gone through what it means to live with Zihirus, mindfulness, conscientiousness, Zrizus, Alacrity. We've learned quality of Nikias, how to purge negative uh, inst- instincts from ourselves, how to live with precious, how to live a disciplined life. And now we are up to Chasidus. We have been describing the quality of piety. Piety is going above and beyond, not mailing it in, not getting away with the bare minimum, not doing just enough, but trying to go above and beyond, like in any relationship. The more that we anticipate, the more we predict, the more we try to surpass the expectations of the other, the deeper, the more beautiful, the more enriching the relationship. It's true with our spouses, it's true with our children, it's true with our employers, it's true, of course, with the Almighty Himself. If we understand the need of the other, we can anticipate it and we can exceed it, then we are dedicated, devoted to the relationship. If we barely get away, we find excuses, we do the minimum in the relationship, then that too impacts the relationship. So chapter 19, says the Ramchal, there are three fundamental elements of piety. The idea of going above and beyond. The first is an action, going above in action. Not just mailing in the minimum, but doing even more. The second to its application, the way that we do it. Not just what we do, how far we go with what we do, but how we do. And the third is kavana. What's our intention while we do it? Do we have a fabisna, a miserable face? Are we happy and positive and grateful and joyous? The first area, which is the action, the world of action, is divided into two categories. One, between us and God, and second, between us and our friend. So the first area where we show piety is between us and God. The first level is to, what is a mitzvah? It's God's commandment. Now, God doesn't command us things for himself. He's omnipotent, he's infinite, he's perfect, he has no needs. He does it for us, for ourselves. So how well do we do that mitzvah? How far do we go with that mitzvah? Or again, are we doing bare minimum, or are we trying to get it right? And this is what our rabbis described as the share the vestiges of a mitzvah. The vestiges of a mitzvah, they hold back bad things happening to us. When you have put the check mark next to the mitzvah, when you've done enough, when you've gotten it done, and you can say, look, I'm good. Technically, I have fulfilled what you asked. But do you go above and beyond? But the pious people, the people really devoted, really dedicated to a relationship, who really want to achieve the perfection, they don't get away with the bare minimum. So if my spouse says to me, what would you think about drying the dishes? We had a wonderful meal. It took an effort. 
would you dry the dishes? I can dry the dishes, and all that was asked of me was to dry the dishes, so I dry them, and I leave them in the plastic uh, thing that holds the dry dishes. Or I can dry the dishes and put them all away. And when my spouse walks in the kitchen, they say, where are the dry dishes? I say, well, I put them away. I went above and beyond. You just asked me to dry, but I care and went even above and above and beyond. So that will show the relationship. That shows the depth of the relationship to go above and beyond, to not just do the bare minimum, to anticipate without you even asking me to wash and dry the dishes and put them away. So dinner's over, you excuse yourself for a moment, you came back in the room and you found the dishes were washed and put away. And they said, you don't normally do that and no one asked you to do that. And you say, that's correct. But I know how much it means to you. I know how hard you worked already. And it's the least I can do to contribute. So that's the first level of piety is in the world of action. Even when one technically has fulfilled the direct obligation to go above and beyond, to do it even better, to do more than that which was asked. The second is concerning a person's relationship, not between us and God, not just when it comes to a mitzvah, doing the mitzvah in the ideal fashion, doing the mitzvah in the most mohudr, in the most beautiful, the most glorified, the most ideal way, but also in our relationships with other people. When it comes to our own self, when it comes to our body, when it comes to our money, our resources, our material possessions, and when it comes to our soul, what do we give? What do we sacrifice? How selfless are we towards others? Again, do we get away with the minimum? Or are we the type of person who goes above and beyond, who cares? Are we willing to put our body on the line? Are we willing to schlep and carry and show up and stay up late and get up early? Are we willing to go above and beyond in our friendships? Is the friendship have to serve me when it's convenient for me, when it's comfortable for me, when I want to do it? Or does the commitment to the friendship even go so far that it's not about me and my convenience and my comfort, it's about you? So I put my body on the line, I wake up early, I go to sleep late, I schlep, I carry something. Mamon, money, my resources. Does the friendship in a way that enhances my resources? Or am I willing to allocate my resources, to deplete my resources in order to be devoted and dedicated to the people around me? And of course, benefesh my soul. Am I only interested in nourishing my soul or does my soul feel the pain of others? Can my soul share in the joy of others? Is my soul connected with others? Again, the bare minimum of friendship or going above and beyond. So now we're going to define the three areas. Baguf, when it comes to the body. Do we look to assist? Do we look to help? Do we look to lighten the load? One of the 48 ways the Torah is acquired, one of the character traits we're meant to grow is to be the type of person who has empathy, who's no say ba'ol. If you see someone walking in the room, they're carrying a heavy box, heavy luggage, and you run over and you say, let me lift that with you, let me carry it with you. What are you doing? You're unburdening the other. You're making their load a little bit lighter by your willingness to carry it with them. So you'll say, well, I've got enough problems myself. I've got my own peckle. I've got my own struggles. I've got to get through the day myself. I can't be concerned with my struggles and yours. I can't both try to get to the end of my day and feel empathy for you. I can't absorb it all. So one's entitled. That's correct. It's accurate. Technically speaking, I have to live my life, you have to live yours, and I'm not responsible to lighten your load or unburden you. But that's what chasidus is. To be the type of friend, a pious friend, is that I feel your pain, you feel my pain. You want to unburden 
and lighten the load of the other. And if the other person is damaged, the other person is in danger, the other person or their possessions are threatened, do we step up? Do we stand up? Do we put something on the line to help? To help them avoid the damage, the pain, the threat, or to remove it? Do we exert ourselves? Do we compromise ourselves? Are we willing to selflessly be devoted ourselves? So beguf, our body, our body. Do we feel the empathy? Do we carry the load? Do we step in? Bimamon, our money. Do we give financial assistance? Do we bail out? Do we offer the loan? Do we make the contribution? Do we buy the gift? Do we cover the bill? Are we willing to put our money on the line above and beyond? We're not obligated. We're not responsible. Technically, it's not our problem. And yet, do we show a chasidus? Do we show a piety in willing to go above and beyond with generosity? And in whatever way possible, prevent any harm from befalling someone else. Even if it's not a clear and present danger, if we can anticipate, predict, if we see a danger coming, do we put ourselves out there to block it? Do we set that pick for our friend? The Mishnah in the second chapter of Pirkei Ovis, Ethics of Our Fathers tells us that our friend's money should be as precious and as dear to us as our own. As protective we are of our own assets, of our own material possessions, of our own money. We've worked so hard. And Talmud calls money dumb sweat, tears, blood. We put our all to earn that money. So we're protective and we're careful with it. Are we as careful with other people's money? Do we help them protect their money, their assets? Do we anticipate and tell them and help them avoid a danger that might be coming to what they own? This is what it means to be a pious friend. You could be a bare minimum friend. You could be a reactive friend. You could be a friend when you're called upon by another. Or you could be the friend who anticipates, who steps in, who meets the needs, who goes above and beyond. So between us and God, there's the idea of the chassid going above and beyond. And between us and our fellow man, there's the idea of being uh, a pious friend. What kind of friend do you want to be? A bare minimum friend or a pious friend? Do you want to be a fair weather friend or do you want to be a great friend? Do you want to look for greatness in friendship? We'll continue with this next week. Stay tuned for Living with Amuna 845 right back here on our YouTube channel. Again, if you'd like to sponsor, brsonline.org slash sponsor. You can find all of our classes. Come learn with us. Subscribe on YouTube. You'll know every time we go live to learn together. Or you could watch on RabbiEphraimGoldberg.org or download the app. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.